You're listening to Classroom Confessions with Katie Smith, a podcast where teachers share advice, encouragement, and the realities of today's classroom. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to episode 19. Today, I have an interview for you with none other than my portable mate. And so I mentioned before that I teach in a portable and Right next to me, there's another portable, and we are one of four teachers whose portables connect, so we have a door in between our classrooms, and my portable mate, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know how to use his room key because he never opens his own door. He always walks through my classroom, which is great because it's a good check-in in the morning and then vent about anything we need to at the end of the day. I also love having a portable mate because if I need to run to the bathroom, it's real easy to just open the door and have him watch my class for a little bit. Um, But before we jump into our interview, I wanted to start off with our weekly rose. So for those of you who are new, welcome. For those of you who are returning, I'm glad you are back. Our rose is our weekly check-in. I will tell you my rose, which is something good that happened to me that week my thorn which is something bad that happened to me that week and my bud which is something that I am looking forward to so I want to start with my rose is there were a couple this week we did two pretty interactive activities with my students one was my financial literacy game if you head over to my instagram at KMS curriculum. You can see my financial literacy game and my TPT highlights. Um, But the students got to play the real game of life and they loved it. It was super fun. Um, The ones who hated it lost all their money. Some kids loved it. Other kids were super frustrated, but it was a really great activity for them to do. Um, My second rose was Today, we held a caucus for candy, and for those of you who don't know, I live in Nevada, and we have our caucus tomorrow to vote for the presidential candidate we want, and so we did a mock caucus today, and we caucused for candy, and the kids loved that. They got really into it, trying to convince people to join their side um, so that they could have more than six students and meet the 15% cap that they needed, so that was super, super fun. Um, My thorn this week is rain. Um, The rain has ruined my plans for this weekend, and I'm not happy about it, but I will get over it um, and figure out what else we can do. So, um, yeah, not a fan of the rain this weekend. Normally I am, but this week, not so much. And then my bud, something I'm looking forward to is, well, next weekend, my cousin's having a gender reveal party that I'm helping with. Weekend after that, I'm going home to California, um, because we have a three day weekend and I get to see my nephew again. So super, super, super excited about that. Um, school wise, we're going into economics. That's not like super exciting. Um, but yeah, that's my rose for you guys this week. So I'm really excited for you guys to meet KK, Mr. Britos, my portable buddy, and I hope that you enjoy. So 
today we are going to do a teacher interview for you. Um, I have my portable mate, Mr. Britos, here with us today. Hello, everybody. So um, I met Mr. Britos three years ago mm -hmm. at um, our union orientation. And so at union orientation, they sit you with the people who are new at your school. So I sat down and started interacting with Mr. Britos. And I texted my friends in our group chat, oh my God, I hope I do not teach next to him. So like three days later, we show up at school and they take us to our classrooms. And guess who ends up teaching right next door to me? Yep, I, that was a story that I've talked about a bunch of times. So the first day I come to class, I went ARL, so I've never really taught. And if you know anything about the ARL program, there's a, not a lot to it. They give you enough to get started, but they exp they hope that you uh, have enough experience to try and make it through your first day of teaching. Well, all I had with me was a pencil. And I remember looking across and watching Miss Smith uh, unload three carloads of stuff into this room and I brought a pencil and a notepad. That's it. And I kind of then just wandered around my classroom, like trying to organize it in some way that I remembered from my uh, grade school days, but had no idea what I was doing. I have no shame in my multiple carloads of things either. Multiple. She actually had to open the gate. She wouldn't even walk to the parking lot because there's that much stuff. Yes, so I could drive my car in and unload my car. So, Mr. Britos, give the... I know you pretty well, but give the listeners like a brief background of your life, your life history from born to now, whatever you want to share with the listeners so they get to know you. Okay. Uh, well, my real name is Earl Christian Keolokalanakila Jr. Britos. Um, everybody in my family had a little bit of uh, uh, taking hand of uh, giving me a name. Um, I was born and raised in Hawaii, graduated from an all-boy Catholic school. Um, I played every sport. I was on the chess team, ROTC. I'm an Eagle Scout, so I did a lot of activities because I'm a, from a, um, a single mom. So her um, answer to everything was put me in an activity. And I was very uh, busy most of my high school days. As soon as I was old enough, my mom marched me down to the recruiting station and I enlisted in the United States Army. I was in the Army for eight years where I was a commo guy and then I was an Army recruiter towards the end of my career. Then I decided I wanted to go to college. I went to UNLV with my GI Bill and college fund um, and did that. And when I got out, I went to sales and marketing. So that's what my degree was in. And uh, after that, I became a project manager for a few years at the e-learning company. And then I got this itch to try something different. And, um, and take I, a salary cut. And take a, a, a salary cut, about half of what I was getting paid, um, uh, and decided to become a teacher. And here we're at. Here we are. So how long have you been teaching and what do you currently teach? I've been teaching now for three years. Um, I teach special education English and uh, yeah, that's what I teach. Okay, so um, you became a teacher after you were already in sales, after you had had a degree. So what was your process of becoming a teacher like? What was your program like? How did you get your teaching degree, et cetera? Okay. I went to the uh, ARL program, the Alternative Route to Licensure. And um, what that is is somebody that already has their degree. Um, you go back and then you get one semester of training where they have three classes and then they put you off into a classroom. So that day when I met you, I was pretty out of my element, but uh, 
what got me there was uh, I was I was an Eagle Scout like I shared earlier, and I was also a camp counselor for in the summers in college, and that's what I enjoyed the most. I really like working with troubled kids. Um, once I have behavior issues, is because I have a lot of family members. I have seventy-two first cousins, and of those cousins, there's more than a few that are in trouble. And I like to see if I could, if I could have made it a effect or change in their middle school years, if I could show them a different direction in life. So, what is your favorite part about teaching? Um, my favorite part about teaching, or what makes me smile at the end of the day, is when they actually grasp a specific topic. Um, I give them test quarterly or our, it's re, re, what was it called? Um, just basically an assessment that I had the same assessment that I give four times a year. And I love watching them grow. It does get me excited when I see growth throughout the year. And then, uh, last year was really exciting for me that I had a kid that came to me. It was a beginning reader and I had her for all three years, all well, two years. And in those two years, she just worked her butt off and she went to general education, and she's reading at a, a grade level. And she was only in first and second grade reading level, uh, but just worked her butt off, and it was pretty cool for me. That's awesome. If you weren't teaching, what do you think you'd be doing? <laughs> uh, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, uh, most likely something in sales. Um, it's it just uh, I have to do about a million things at once, and it's something that I've always, always liked because it keeps you moving, keeps you doing something. Um, so we mentioned earlier that you took like a salary cut coming into teaching. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you do like on the side to make up that money mm-hmm. or to get extra income to supplement your teaching income? Yeah. Um, so I've, uh, for my marketing major, I've always done marketing on the side. So I work for a marketing uh, company called Allied Marketing and I do events and movie promos and screenings and it kind of helps offset, um, uh, how much money I make as a teacher. Um, so I actually get to go watch movies and get critics' reviews on it, and then I send it into the studios, and hopefully we'll make better movies in the future. Awesome. So having not been a teacher before and then coming into teaching, what is one thing that you think non-teachers or one thing you wish non-teachers knew about teaching? Uh, the one thing that I think non-teachers should know is um, when you're not – uh, granted, you have less. You think that you have less hours, but you're thinking about this job 24/7. It's very hard to get out of your head when you're in session. This job seems like you know. When you think about it, you even use your friends give you said, "Are you using the teacher voice on me?" You get into this mode where you're a teacher 24/7, and it's just hard to get out of uh, your head when when you're an actual teacher. So it's almost like you're doing this job 24/7. Oh, for sure. The teacher voice and teacher face have been used on my boyfriend probably more times than I know. But I get the look, and I'm like, "Oh, yes." Noted. <laughs> yeah. I hang out with a bunch of rugby guys, and I, I have to direct them as come the president of the club. And they give me this look, and it's like, bro, can you not? I'm just like, I'm sorry, guys. You ha- it, it just, it's a natural part. You don't even realize you're doing it until someone calls you out on it. Mm-hmm. What is, okay, so you came in, you had a pencil and a paper, and like a semester of teaching under your belt, or a semester of class where it, classes under your belt. What is one piece of advice or multiple pieces of advice you have for new brand new teachers okay uh my biggest piece of advice from that first year or the first month even is when you get a lesson plan together it's never going to go as long as you think it is you really don't know how to stretch it 
So my first couple of days, I thought that I was going to have enough material for an entire period. I didn't. I had enough material for about 20 minutes, and I had half my period left. And the only thing I could remember is my camp counselor days. So, yes, I sang songs in the beginning of the year and taught kids songs because I didn't know what else to do with them for the extra 20-something minutes. And it's just, well, the biggest thing is just have something ready if you get done and uh, have something ready if a project doesn't go the way you think it's going to go and you need to go in a different direction. So would you say over planning is a like at like an asset or like a valuable thing? Uh, over planning, it's an awesome thing. But as you as you find in the very beginning year, in the very beginning you start you over plan, and then there gets a point where you get where you're just reactive. Because you're, <laughs> you're just kind of going, what ha- what's going to happen today? And you get reactive. And the better, the better, the every year I get more and more tools in the toolbox, and it does get better. From year one to year three, uh, I feel like I'm way more competent. Uh, and then every year I learn more of the things that I was supposed to be doing the year before. I don't know if you understand that, but uh, uh, ignorance is bliss. So the more I learned about this job, it's like, oh, I was supposed to be doing that there's another thing for me to be doing. So I, I think that reality starts setting in at year three of all the other things you need to incorporate into your job. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we know that teaching can be like super draining and super taxing. What is one way that you, or a few ways that you practice like self-care or take care of your sanity outside of the classroom? Uh, biggest thing is probably my rugby. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, is uh, those are our rugby days for me. And there's nothing like stepping on someone's head with your cleat to uh, <laughs> relieve a little bit of stress and kind of help you think outside the box. True story. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts or, like, anything that you want teachers out there, mm-hmm. non-teachers out there listening to know? Um, well, I guess the last thought, there's some good days, there's some bad days. Um but overall, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm 100% happy that I made this choice to, to career jump. And I can, money can always be made. Um, and I, I think that there's, this is a very rewarding field. Um, and uh, I'm glad I made that choice. Awesome. Um, and do you have a favorite quote you want to share with our listeners? <laughs> uh, all, the, all those that wander may not be lost. So easy. So, so easy. simple. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're welcome. I just wanted to remind you that our quote from Mr. Britos was that not all who wander are lost. I know some days when we're in the classroom, we feel like our lessons are a failure, but it's all just a journey, a big, long journey that we are on. I wanted to remind you guys that if you are enjoying our podcast, you can subscribe and leave reviews for us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Radio Public. You can currently find our website at classroomconfessions.net. Our social media is Classroom Confessions Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and Class Confess Pod. If you are interested in the financial literacy information it is on my teacher gram which is at kms curriculum our email if you have any questions comments or concerns or things that you want us to talk about is podcast at katiemsmith.com that's k-a-t as in tom i-e-m as in mary smith.com
And as your weekly reminder, you are alive, you are kind, you are patient, you are wonderful, you are fearless, you are important, you can teach anything, you can be anything, you can change the world. You're doing the damn thing. You've made it another week. Bye, y'all.